0: All right. Let's do it, folks. Uh, Conference realignment live chat here. Also got a new camera set up. We'll we'll play with the camera here and make sure we get a good angle here. Uh, But live chat. Here we go. The news is coming so fast and furious. I felt like we just needed to kind of do a show where we just kind of break down what we're seeing right now decompress just a little bit. Take it as we go, because this stuff changes so fast. This will be up as a normal episode, too. I'm Josh Neighbors, everybody, host of the Neighborhood Watch here on 365 Sports uh, on their Crystal Ball College Football Channel. Today, topics obvious at this point in time, right? We're talking about conference realignment. We are talking about the Pac-12 potentially getting a television deal, uh, and you know they have an offer at this point in time from uh, from Apple TV. We're gonna break all that down. A Couple things first before we get going. Make sure you all subscribe to the channel, Crystal Ball College Football. You guys can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, also, once again, on YouTube as well. Uh, please send us your questions. It helps a lot at nwpod 365 at Josh neighbors underscore on Twitter. I've been having a lot of fun on Twitter the last couple days. I know it's been difficult for some folks, but also uh, it's been a lot of fun, uh, I think. And I think it's uh, been a great place to interact. I know there's a lot of saltiness kind of either way about what's happening right now. Uh, some, some mixed feelings about what's happening. I have mixed feelings about what's happening. We'll get into that. But once again, like the video, please subscribe to the channel guys. We're on the way to 12,000 subscribers. We're, on, we're actually pretty fast right now on that way. So please subscribe to the channel. It does help us when you all do it. All right. Let's break down the news. Let's talk about where we are at at this point in time as we currently sit. So at this moment in time, uh, you know, in the Big 12, Pac 12 uh, situation, the Pac 12 has a television offer. Now, this is reported by Pete Thammel earlier today. It sounds like George Klyavkov Had to present something. This is a, uh, you know, this is kind of a Hail Mary, if you will. Had to present something. And so we did. Pete Thamel, by the way, crushing this. Brett McMurphy, crushing this. Jason been crushing it too. But those two guys are kind of the main two, I'd say. Marshand and uh, Andrew Marshand, New York Post, has been great as well. I'd also say that Jason Shear, Wildcat Authority, has been great. Pete Thamel, Heather Dinich, over at ESPN, have the latest on this. After months of negotiations and uncertainty, Pac-12 Commissioner George Kliavkoff on uh, Tuesday presented the conference's presidents and chancellors with a primary subscription-based Apple streaming deal for its potential television contract that expires after this year while several several options were presented the apple streaming deal emerged as the likely leader at this point bringing some clarity to a lengthy process that frustrated many within the league and ultimately played a role in colorado's decision last week to join the big 12 monetary and exposure questions still loom though outside pressure from the big 12 remains okay So we're there. They are presented an actual deal is what we're hearing now, right? This deal is out there. It is being presented. It is, uh, you know, the the presidents know the numbers now at this point in time. That's kind of good news for them because they had not previously. But... Where do we go here? There's not expected to be any imminent decisions on whether this TV deal is enough to appease Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah, which are being heavily courted by the Big 12. The Arizona Border Regions, which oversees both Arizona and ASU, is scheduled to meet later on Thursday, but no decision is expected to come Tuesday night after the meeting. So they have to consider some things. Now, this is where this entire situation gets very interesting about all of this. Uh, According to sources, the first year of what's expected to be a relatively short-term deal with Apple would start in 24-25 and begin relatively low to the league's hopes. But the deal, sources said, would incrementally improve and potentially be competitive with its peers in the Big 12 and ACC down the road, provided certain subscription numbers are met. Okay. So once again, the Big 12 number is $31.7 million per school. Okay, that is the number 31.7 million per big 12 school. That is the number you have to beat. So when we are considering this deal, guys, and what they would have to do to beat them, it's pretty safe to assume that the baseline number for the schools is lower than 31.7 million. I don't think that's too unfair to go out there in a limb and say that is the case, right? I think it's pretty safe to assume it's lower than 31.7. Second part. Of this is that, uh, you know, I think it feels like, oh, actually, we'll switch cameras because it's kind of tilted at this point in time. So I want to switch this. Second thing we have to consider this is, too, is look, man, if this thing was good enough. If this thing was good enough last week, you would have done it last week, right? You would have gotten this thing done. You you know, you would have presented this last week if you felt really good about where it was. Right? Colorado did not get hard numbers according to multiple reports and said, "All right, we didn't get what we asked for, so we had to go elsewhere." So this is played this obviously to me is not a fully formed and fleshed out idea unless they really got on their horse the last couple of days. The big question is, number 1, how big is the gap? between the Big 12 number of 31.7 and the baseline figure for the Pac-12, right? If it's 25, if it's 26, hey, maybe you feel confident about beating that number. Maybe you feel confident about getting in the range of that number. If you're at 20 million and you're trying to catch 31.7, and you're saying, well, we could get above it, but we might be below it based off of subscriptions, you now opened up a whole different can of worms. And that can of worms is this. You are now staking the athletic income of your university on subscription numbers. And there is volatility with subscription numbers. Now they're pretty dependable for certain things, right? You know, fan base will subscribe, sign up, whatnot, but what are those numbers? What are those targets? How feasible are they? And even with that consideration, guys and girls and friends, uh, is that like, do you want to be in the risk business? Because if you are Arizona, if you are ASU, if you are Utah, you've got a solid number out there and you have a solid length of time out there. You have got two predictable, you got a predictable deal out there. You have to weigh that against the unpredictable deal. Yes, the ceiling is higher, but the Pac 12 leadership has not been as strong as it should be. The decision-making has not been as good as it should be. The visibility is going to be less. Now, I know there is some conversation about subletting games to ESPN. But once again, guys, I do think stability is what the Big 12 got, and stability is what they have been praised for, right? And the the idea, the realize that once again, th- there are a lot of things that have happened in this entire process, guys. But the one big reason the Pac-12 was in this spot is they thought, the Big Ten deal applied to them. The big 12 did not see things like that as stuff that connected to them. Brett Yormark did thought about the Big 12 as a product, not as uh, he does not think about it as the as the wider college football space. He's like, what are we in the space? What is our niche? What do we do? What can we serve to television companies? Competitive games? games in multiple time slots, potential big matchups. once again, like TCU played Kansas State in the big 12 championship game, delivering a fantastic game, delivering very strong ratings as well uh, on the college game day game provided the stage for college game day, right? Now do either of those teams with the national you know, TCU played it that's, that's great. but like did either of those teams win? No was it compelling? Oh my God, yes, hell yes. the year before the Baylor goal line stand, and TCU getting stood up on the goal line are two of the most exciting conference championship games. I mean, guys, I think largely speaking, like like the conference championship games are are not not excellent, but not a lot of fun. The Big 12s feel like they have some serious stakes. And you know, people think Oklahoma, I mean, I still think Cincinnati would have gotten in back in 2021. But that Oklahoma Oklahoma State game, you know, people, a lot of people thought they were gonna get in. Right, I mean, honestly, you look at the one loss they had, a controversial loss against Iowa State. There's a case for them to get in. And so those compelling matchups, those compelling games, Brett Yormark recognized that's what they offer. He did not think of the Big 12. The Big 12 might have schools better than Rutgers, better than Indiana, better than Illinois. But they don't have Ohio State. They do not have Michigan. They do not have Penn State. They do not have schools like that. And I think the Pac-12 saw the TV deal the Big Ten got and said, wow, there are a lot of people out here who are willing to pay premium dollar for major college football, major college athletics. Yeah, they are. If Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State and Michigan State and Wisconsin and Iowa are all involved. Yeah, they are. Not if Stanford and Cal are involved. And then God love them. But not if if Washington State or Oregon State is involved. They fill time slots. Yeah, they fill a need. They fill those late night games. But that's not what's happening. Like that's not demand. And so they thought they were gonna get a better deal. The second the, the bad thing they did too. Like uh, this will come to roost now. Is you know they're getting dragged to the coals because of the way they painted the Big Twelve. This is actually does this is ultimately matter in the end? No. I mean they're just getting publicly kind of dragged. But it's not helping them in the narrative fight that they have been talking a lot of shit for lack of a, They've been talking a lot of shit. There's no other way to put it. Uh, uh, some uh, Spencer McLaughlin locked on Pac-12 texted me today the um, uh, layup quote about hey, layup, they're going to beat them. We're not concerned about the Big 12. We haven't decided if we are going shopping there yet. And this is not Pac-12 fans fault. Oh, I made this distinction today on Twitter. I want to reiterate this. Like, Those people might fight on Twitter, but they're not the ones who put the conference in the bad spot. They're the ones who might have to reap the uh, rewards in a negative way, if you will. They didn't do that. That's the leadership being disorganized. That is up top in the conference, them not being on the same page. Whatever you want to say, that's their fault, not the fans' fault. But they have been off in the messaging game. They have been off on missing their deadlines. They have been off on their assessment of what the TV industry was and their appetite for what... Uh, the differences in college sports and who's involved in those games. They have been off from the beginning when it comes to all of these things, right? They have, they have monumentally miscalculated where they have been. And here's the thing. They might rescue some kind of nice deal and you might see schools get more money than the big 12. Sure. But they lost a member, which shows you that they were never in a good spot. Like if they rescue this thing, it goes way up. I mean, guys, we have to think that the low end here is not, is not going to be very high. On this deal, I'll read more of this. Uh, when the Big 12's new TV deal begins in 2025, those schools will get 31.7. That's long been the barometer for the Pac-12 what they want. Now, once again, it's it's kind of how the two schools are being sta- uh, the two conferences are being stacked up. But remember, like this, like th- that's actually not the barometer. The barometer is whatever those schools deem is necessary for them to remain in the conference. Right? Uh, when does the when does the decision to make the change come in there? After meeting Tuesday morning, there remained ambiguity about the potential value of the Pac-12 deal because of the unknown variance in subscriptions. Sources familiar with the, uh, negotiations told ESPN the Pac-12 was in a better position now than it was a month and a half ago to sell digital subscriptions thanks to changes in the media landscape. That's good news for them. Kliavkov said recently in Patch of Media Days in Las Vegas that the longer the league waited, the better the options became. Now, that one does not make a whole lot of sense. Maybe like they're better equipped to get subscriptions out, but as a product, if the clock's ticking on you, that cannot be a positive thing right that cannot be positive for you if the situation is well we're up against the clock and members might leave one did leave but we're in a better spot than we were before i don't really know about that like more and if more television companies are coming in that's because they think there's a deal there packed football has not been played since february right so like the value of the league the product they're putting out there has not increased in value and maybe because the cw wants to get involved and apple wants to get involved now but like that's not new right that's not new and so if they're coming in they're trying to get a deal i think that's why hey look they might think a deal is hey look we can you know if if we sell subscriptions and we have to pay them more money it's fine because we're getting subs if we just lowball them on the low number that's fine because that means that we're not paying them a whole lot even though they're not you know now you might lose some money there too but like i think these companies are probably pretty well protected i think it's gonna be some variance i think there's gonna be some serious variance in the numbers that we see the potential is always there, sure, too. But once again, the Big 12 took safety, and that's what this offers, because here's the problem. Year to year, there is no guarantee that the subs will be there. People could unsubscribe. Now, normally the subs, you feel pretty good about it, but like, the subscription game has been a crapshoot for a lot of these, these businesses, these companies. They've got a better idea now than they did a year ago, two years ago, but still, a lot of it has been a crapshoot. Um, and I think uh in a big twelve plus here makes a good point. And once again, send y'all's questions to the chat if you guys want to have anything answered right now. I haven't done a live chat in a while, so I wanted to do this now and this will be posted, but I just wanted to get the most recent information on this. So the Pac 12 schools want to be uh base their future on a moving target or on a sure thing. Um And I think he put a a a little thing there too. That is the challenge here on this. And that's also difficult when you are talking about an athletic department or athletic departments trying to put together budgets. That is really tough to do. Right. It's very challenging to be like, I don't know how much money we're going to make this year. I don't know how much money we're going to make next year. It could be less, could be more when you're hiring support staff and you're trying to improve experiences for student athletes on campus and all those things. That makes it challenging. Moving target makes challenging. And like, like that is the spot they're being forced into. That's what I want to reiterate here. There's high upside there. Yes, there is. If they're able to accomplish that. But they're being forced into a spot where they have to take a risk. And that's what we have to acknowledge here. That is that it is a risk. Right. And here's the thing, too, if you're Arizona, if you're Arizona State near Utah, you kind of control everything in your hands here, because if you leave, that deal changes. Right. So you either take the sure thing. And the thing is, if you look back on it, you're not going to find yourself in a spot where you're like, oh, uh, Washington State's making more money. than this." No, because at that point, four schools have left. So like the the deal has changed. If 40 percent of your conference leaves. Uh, you're going to have to start, from, not from scratch, but from a different position, right? So, I mean, you can basically whitewash whatever is happening there. Uh, if those three schools were to leave, they have all the power in this. And it feels like they're not going to regret it either. Now, they might, they could play, you know, ifs and buts, you know, we're candy and nuts and say, hey, look, like we could have made more. We're all doing well now. Our programs are doing well. And there's a lot of interest here. Yeah, sure. You could do that. But like, there's no way you'll actually know if it was the right choice or not. If you stay and go gangbusters, good for you. But like, you're being forced into this spot where you have to take a risk. As, and, and the other option here is you don't have to take a risk. You know you're getting paid. You know you're on TV. And while streaming might be the way of the future, ESPN has plans to go direct to consumer. Fox doesn't have an app, so we'll see about that. But like, you're the company that is the worldwide leader in sports. And so you might be part of their future plans when they go direct to consumer. So, you can be happy about that. Fox, same way too. And you're not banking on Apple TV Plus. Let's see. And uh, more on this. You know, it says, uh, let's see, no longer league weighted. They'd be better off. Yeah, because of the underlying shift in the media market that's happening. And we're taking long-term advantage of that, whatever the hell that means. The uncertainty in the Pac-12 has been magnified by the Big 12's unabashed interest in the possibility of further conference expansion. Its six-year, $2.2 billion TV deal with ESPN and Fox runs through 2031. The Big 12 opened its negotiations early and completed an agreement for the Pac-12, even though the Pac-12's current TV deal ends a year earlier. The realities of the decision also emerged on campus on Tuesday as Arizona coach Chad Fish addressed local media about the start of training camp and took multiple questions on realignment. Fish told local reporters that he Zoomed with families of players to assure them that clarity on the future would soon emerge. He said a guiding force the process would be stability wherever we land. Well, there's no stability in a deal where you have to hit subscription numbers. There's not. Also, if you suck, people won't like Here's the thing if you are a fan of um, Washington state, right. And your team is just getting absolutely crapped on. Like here's so TCU last year, a lot of casual TCU fans, if they played on Apple TV plus would be signing up and watching as they went along. Um, You know, I think the same thing for, you know, Washington state could, could be said, whatever, but like if you suck People are not going to walk. Like, you have to have some success for people to go there. Washington and Oregon, I feel like, would be carrying a lot of the load, you know, and depending on how high those numbers are. So we have to be think thinking about that. And also like, what happens if football season's over and people are like, yeah, I don't need it for basketball. They really don't need this for basketball. Well, this is a built-in fan base, so people will watch these games, I think. But the director's consumer has not always been a a. A, a massive hit, right? Like the really hyper localized, hyper focused, you know, we'll see what M- uh, the Apple TV deal does on the MLS side, right? But like, I'm a huge soccer fan guys, and I'm not getting Apple TV plus to watch Messi, you know, I'll see the highlights or whatever, but like I'm a I'm a soccer fan. I know what good soccer is. Uh, Messi just absolutely, you know, dunking on the MLS is not fun for me. I'll watch the highlights. I'll watch the clips. I don't need to watch him play the games. And also, too, as a big-time college football fan, like, I'd have to make a choice. And a lot, look, here's the thing, you can legally stream games now, too. I know it's not this kind of taboo to say, but, like, you know, if I want to watch a Pac-12 game, I don't need to pay for Apple TV Plus to watch it. You know, uh, you know, there's other ways to do it. Or I might just follow it along on my, on my computer. This is just the reality of the situation that we're living in at this point in time. So I th- that's why I just don't get the volatility part of this. Like, why would you sign up for volatility? Now I know it's the only offer they had to make, and they're going to talk about it. And there's ups and downs to it too. Sure, I do think too, and this has been a, a big um a big part of this that I've seen is that these presidents don't want to be the ones that shot that, that killed the Pac-12, right? They don't want to be the ones that say, uh, "Well, you know what? The Pac-12 is now ended." on our watch because we are the ones that left the conference. I get that, but like you all have a duty to your school first, right? You are, you are a president of your university. You have a duty to the school to make this happen. As Arizona goes forward, and I think Jed fish brought up an awesome point. Jed fish brought up the recruiting point, And that's a point that I've been making on this show uh, a whole lot is that you need to get this deal done to let people know where you're going to be playing, but also too like ESPN and Fox, man, it's a lot, that's a lot easier sell than Apple TV plus. A lot easier sell than apple tv plus just telling you now it is um once again it's a set number so the, the high mark's not there and a lot of you know i think a lot of these folks like to think hey you know it's going to be better than we actually think it is sure but that is a very difficult bar to reach. Right, if you guys have any questions here before we get out of here, let me know what they are, and I will, I will answer them. This video will also be posted. Please subscribe to the channel if you all had not already. Just want to do something live. And also, you guys, if you want the kind of latest news on what's happening here, Pete Dammel, Brett McMurphy, uh, Jason Shear on the Arizona front, I think is going to have everything that you kind of want to know um, about what's going on. He has also been on the 365 channel a whole lot, too, talking about what's been happening. But he also made a great point you know, uh, saying that, um, the, the administration now from Arizona has become much more tight lipped. Like they're trying to keep this on the inside they're trying to make the decision making process on the inside, which I think is very smart to do this stuff. I think it's been moving a lot faster. Uh, it moved faster last week. Um, but like they now have time to make a decision. They're seeing the numbers. The group is supposed to meet again. They didn't say exactly when they're going to meet again, but I think it's important to note, like this was a forced deal from the Pac-12, and now they're in a tough spot, uh, because now you have to take a risk. We kind of knew it would would come to this point, but those schools have to make the call. They do it together. They do it individually. I mean, the Big 12 needs one more to get to 14, so, all you have to do is pick off one. But it seems like the group wants to make a choice together. We'll see. We'll see. A lot coming up here. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at NWPod three sixty five. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. All right, folks. See you tomorrow.